Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Bit of a different makeup. This yeah, this is this is different. Yeah, this is a bit different because Grant is uh, not in the room with us. Tested Got the COVID. Tested positive for COVID again. So <laughs> this is first what, time I've actually tested positive though. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Last time I had symptoms. That was, I mean, almost a year ago, probably. Yeah. But this is the first time I've actually had a positive test. For sure, you're getting oh, the COVID ED. ED 100%. For sure, this time. Better well, let Mac know. At least Jimmy can walk <laughs> me through it. Yeah. It's Guidance. A, it's, it's a tough road, especially when you work with a holes. <laughs> oh, very funny. All right, so we'll make the best of it. How are you feeling? Pretty rough, I won't lie. Uh, yeah, pretty rough. <laughs> it's, so you, it's woke up, you woke up on Sunday. And just felt what you just felt bad, and then you just you tested. So I had some body pains on Saturday, but I kind of chalked that up to playing hockey on Thursday. Okay, first yeah. hockey game of the year. I was like, ah, oh, body pains, and then woke up Sunday, and my head was completely just clogged up. And so I, yeah, I did a test, and it was positive. Now it's moved more into my throat and my chest. Okay, yeah. You know what? It's the the interesting thing for me is that. A couple of times I've sort of thought that I've had it and I'll test and I, but then I talked to somebody who's, who's had it and they're like, no, no, you know. Yeah. There was no denying it. I knew before I took the test, I was like, yeah, this one's going to be positive. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep you around here for a bit. Let us know if you need to tap out. Go lay in the bathtub. Never mind. (laughs) It was released on this day, 1991. The locker room topic of the day. Who shouldn't be allowed on social media? Think about this. Send us a note. Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. I gotta be honest. I mean, listen. I understand. I understand why it happened. I still don't agree with it, and I don't like Trump. But I don't think they <laughs> should have taken him off. Should have kicked him off all social media. No, I don't think they should have. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's hilarious. It's funny. A former president is banned from Facebook (laughs) and Twitter and Instagram, and he had to start his own social media. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's the humor factor of 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 it, right? Yeah. I just don't know if it's a if it's a good idea. It might not have been fair. They're deciding soon whether or not to let him back on Facebook, right? Well, I guess Twitter, though, is they've doubled down. 
uh, the story I read was like he's not getting back on. They they're not. There's no way in hell they're putting him on. And um, Facebook though, Facebook has been. There's been more criticism of that social media platform for their role in um, disinformation in in sort of the political side of things. Election interference, everything like that. Yeah, Facebook yeah. takes a lot more criticism for that stuff. Yeah. And but that's the thing is Trump kind of fits in on Facebook, doesn't he? Well, <laughs> <laughs> so they've been held more accountable. So you can be, um, it doesn't matter whether you agree with it or not, or you think that everything on Facebook is true, or it, it doesn't matter. The fact remains is that it, like, when there's when there's congressional hearings down in the states, the the, the focus has been on Facebook, right? And I yeah. think also because of the role that Facebook has played in elections and disinformation and things to that effect around the world they're held more accountable as a social media platform. And they're the biggest. Well, it's, it's also still the largest is what I was going to say. There's like yeah. 3 billion people on Facebook. So it's still the biggest. So they have like, they have more levels of accountability within their own organization. So somebody in Twitter has just said, that's it. We're never putting them on. And, and the conversation seems to be over, but with Facebook, they have hearings and they answer to boards that that don't directly work for Facebook. So there's all these different sort of rules and regulations that impact that social media platform, and that's why the conversation's happening again. So, so what they're what they're saying is Trump has a chance; he can appeal, and this board is going to sit down and reevaluate whether or not he's allowed back on. He might be back soon. Yeah. The thing is, this is the problem I have with it. OJ's going to tweet from the golf course in Vegas this morning. <laughs> hey, Twitter world. Yeah, right? It's yours truly. That's how he starts every video. <laughs> yeah. There's horrible people on social media. Trump, yes, if you're going to put together a list of horrible people, he's probably going to be at that party. Right? Yeah. But does that mean he shouldn't be allowed to be horrible on social media? Plus, I do miss him. He was very entertaining. He was quite entertaining. Even if you don't <laughs> like him, you have to admit that. And he had I everybody talking. Yeah, he had everybody talking, actually. Yeah. So that's our discussion this morning. I need to think about mine. 780-989-0957. Who shouldn't be allowed on social media? Mine might be in this room. <laughs> so you. Nope. There's would, only two of you there today. It, 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 would, it, it would be you, Jimmy. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Okay, who shouldn't be allowed on um, any sort of social media? 780-989-0957. I got mine, Jimmy. Why? I just think the your lack of involvement in social media would um, would ease my stress. Mm. You always tell help, me yeah. to do more social media because we are getting we get pressure all the time, and I hate doing it. So I've pawned it off on you. 
Because, like, you know, I'm sharing, like, a Jedi Jimmy podcast. I'm sharing, you know, important things that the world needs to know. I, I don't know if I could live in a social media world without Jimmy's terrible spelling and grammar and, yeah, the, the random capitalized letters. Yeah. It is pretty entertaining. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. You are entertaining, but I, we do deal a lot of, with a lot of stress revolving around your involvement with but the not, locker room but, and social media. But, but the thing we'll is, though, is that most of the stress that you get from social media is other people posting about me. Not what I'm posting, what other people are posting about me. Yeah, that's... You one time did post a picture of yourself with your face in a stripper's butt. I may have been influenced by the person that just mentioned it <laughs> while I was drunk. All right, Grant, what's yours? I think everyone should get to choose one uncle to kick off his social media. Oh, I love that idea. We oh, all have that all one embarrassing uncle, right? <laughs> Yeah, Jimmy, you're gone. Everybody has that uncle you pick up at the Greyhound station during holidays. Right? He comes over, drinks all your booze, steals your toilet paper. Everybody has that uncle. <laughs> Mine's Randy. <laughs> uncle Randy. Randy. Guess what? You're not allowed on Facebook anymore. Jimmy? To be honest, I don't think anyone should. Because if you don't want to see something that somebody's posting, just block them. How do I knew he was going to take that road, eh? <laughs> That's the easy way out, Jimmy. I don't like pick someone. Okay, every other midget but me. All right, there we yeah, go. Yeah, they're the worst on social media. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Who shouldn't be allowed on social media? 780-989-0957 if you're ever trying to reach the show. Grant Derek the parts guy texted into the show. And he said, my sister-in-law, she's constantly in Facebook jail because she can't keep her mouth shut. <laughs> we it's all have thing. that friend or that person that we know that is in Facebook jail constantly. Yeah, yeah. I think I got on Facebook in like 2007 or something like that. That's and really... I have never been in Facebook jail. <laughs> I've been banned a couple of times. Once I was, and it was because of something that somebody posted on the station. Like it, it's always and, somebody. Jimmy never, never takes responsibility. No, <laughs> you horrible little human being. It was it, something you said. Probably nudity. Who knows? Yeah, lewd behavior. <laughs> always somebody else's fault, though. It's never the locker room topic of the day. Who shouldn't be allowed on uh, social media? My cousin. Okay, what's puts, what's up with your cousin? <laughs> she puts absolutely everything about her stupid life oh. online. <laughs> Even the stuff she shouldn't. She will take screenshots of the texts of the fights that she has with her baby daddy. No, and post them on Facebook. Yeah, there are there are overshare issues on on Facebook more so than I think other social media platforms. For some reason, yeah. I don't know why, but the people that gravitate to not it's not a rule, but it's it's not an exception either. A lot of people that gravitate towards Facebook have this tendency to overshare. We've been shocked, my wife and I, from some of the people that we know, um, even just casually, and what they'll share about their lives, right? I always feel guilty posting stuff, right? Like I'm always like, ah, should I like 
But then I'm like, okay, well, no, that's a pretty, like the 25th wedding anniversary. I'm like, ah, that, that's a big number, though. May, I'll put something quick up, right? You know, like, <laughs> I, I always have that thought process, but there are other people that are just like, they just crap oh, their lives out on, on social media. Yeah, fate, and she does fish hooks, and like, oh my god, my life is so bad, and like, you made those choices, ma'am. <laughs> Thanks, Christy. The locker room topic of the day. Who shouldn't be allowed onto social media, 780 They're considering letting Trump back on, which is kind of interesting. Grant Johnson? The person that is only using Facebook to sell things. Constant updates about mirrors and inversion tables and things like that by the way that inversion table is still available <laughs> and let mac know that um that the person that wanted the moon mirror backed out too yep. yeah okay she did want the moon mirror but she doesn't want the inversion table she thought that was the headstand thing that you have yeah that helps you do headstands yeah listen and- i will have a bunch of furniture for sale just keep posted to my locker room or the, to the to the Lachlan Cross Facebook page, please. She yeah. said she, Facebook buy and sell. Yeah. She doesn't Lachlan want style. the inversion table. She's not interested in sleeping upside down yet. So <laughs> she thought it was one of those that my headstand thing, the yoga headstand thing. I'm not yeah, willing exactly. to let that go yet. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Who shouldn't be allowed on social media? 780-989-0957. If you're ever trying to get a hold of the show, Grant. Thomas said my mother-in-law shouldn't <laughs> have social media. She was totally one of those guys about COVID and how fake it was, posting it nonstop. Then she got COVID, and it was the end of the world, <laughs> according to her Facebook. She whined about how sick she was and how one of her friends died from it. She then recovered and is now back to COVID as a hoax. Back and forth, eh? The old flip-flopper. So it's only real when she has it. So let me get this straight. So far we got mother-in-laws, sister-in-laws, and uncles. We're kicking off social media. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Who shouldn't be allowed on social media? We're sort of tying into the fact that there's a conversation about old Trumpster possibly getting back onto Facebook. Uh, Grant, what do we got? Brian said anybody who posts pictures of their food every time they make dinner. He there, wants them kicked off of social media. There are foodies out there, though. True. But- but I'm okay with the person that, you know, posts something kind of neat that they made, and they put the recipe, and then it's something new you can try. I, I actually take ideas from uh, social media that way. When it we, looks like something I, I haven't done. When we first got those make good food boxes, I was so excited that um, I was able to make these things that we yeah. were that we were posting and then you guys started making fun of me <laughs> cuz you made you made fun of people before that were posting pictures of their food and that's the thing is some people should post their recipes and their food cuz it's really delicious like yeah. i have a friend i have a friend who's making i don't know thousands of dollars a month by posting recipes now but some of it is like okay that you heated that up in the microwave <laughs> yeah i know you got that at m&m meats <laughs> Three, two. The locker rooms, midget at the movies. I shall call him Mini Me. I will not be ignored. It's like Minute at the movies, but shorter. 
Jimmy, what movie did AK and Deanna want you to watch this weekend? A concussion. A human being will get concussed at 60 G's. A common head-to-head contact on a football field, 100 G's. This was actually a really good movie. Um, it's sh- One thing it shows is actually how good, even though he's nuts, how good of an actor Will Smith is, like him consistently being with that Nigerian accent. Yeah. And I thought just, he did well in that movie. Yeah, and it was very well done, and it shows how messed up or how controlled the U.S. is by the NFL and and all that kind of stuff because, you know, all these studies show that all this damage in these, in these players that were dying were caused by brain injury, and the NFL were fighting, like, threatening to kill people and, like, just terrorizing the people that were saying this it's quite they buried this for for years years he actually like swept it under the rug like in the movie he had to move yeah and then then they finally uh, then players started to go okay something's wrong here you know and then changes were made they have made changes, but there's still a lot of issues. Even in that Dolphins game last night, did you or yesterday? Well, did you watch the game? Yeah, Tua couldn't stand up. Yeah. Like he hit his head on the field, got up and couldn't walk. They took him off for a little bit. I thought he was done for sure, and then he came back in and yeah. Everyone's uh, that's that's a conversation this morning. Everyone's like, "What? <laughs> How is he allowed?" allowed- the guy was a weeble. Like he, he yeah. couldn't even he couldn't even walk. He stumbled like three or four times after he after he hit his head. Yeah, I I think I think there's still an issue in in football with with how it's treated. I I, I think there's still when you get taken in the back and evaluated. I I still think they're making decisions based on what position you play. <laughs> yeah, how popular you are, yeah, how much yeah. money you make. Here, yeah. quarterback, sniff these salts, and, and you know what I mean. I, I think there's a little bit of that going on. Well, and football's always been a game where the culture is like, rub some dirt on it. Oh, you want some water? What are you weak? Like nobody <laughs> drinks water. You're not allowed that. You haven't worked. You haven't earned your water yet, right? Yeah, <laughs> but, and it's also money. It's yeah. That organization makes billions of dollars. But it's not, like, and they even touched on it in the movie, it's not just the NFL, it's also college football is a huge thing, and they even brought it up, that if, you know, they have all these, make people afraid of, you know, your kids getting concussions, then they're not going to do high school football and college football which is college people, there football hasn't is been huge. that much of a downturn, I don't think, in, no, in but that it's just, culture but at all. But that's why yeah. they It's were. not just football. I mean, look at hockey. No, it's, I mean, yeah. you're, you're skating at 30 kilometers an hour, right? And you're running into guys. Um, there's going to be... Hockey has, has made some changes. I mean, you think back to like when Scott Stevens was taking guys' heads off and we used to praise him for it. Yeah. Uh, now at least they are, you know, policing it a little bit, but still and I, bad. And I, I don't know how what the what the concussion protocols are for, like from one sport to the next, but I knew I do know that they have them in the NHL as well, right? They have guys in the in the stands that can make a call if they um, if they see something that they don't like, they actually can 
pull a ref over and go, go get Johnny. We, he's he's done. Like literally yeah. that. And I th- I think that's I don't know. I'm not positive on that, but I think that's similar in the NFL, isn't it, Grant? Yeah, they have a spotter in the stands, and yeah. they'll make a radio call and be like, all right, he needs to go to the concussion room. They put you in a dark room for however long and, and monitor you. But. Yeah, something's a little off with that that system, though, I think. M- might, there might be something wrong. <laughs> there might be somebody getting paid off. Yeah. <laughs> these are really good seats. You mean I got these from the Dolphins? Yeah. Anyway, I, I just I, watched the game. <laughs> I gave it a four out of five. Four out of five. Four buttered cobs of Tabor corn for Midget at the Movies for Will Smith's concussion. This coming week, we'll be dealing with uh, horror movies. Oh, God. Jimmy's favorite time of the year. You have to watch them with me uh, this year like you did I'll, last year. I'll watch them with you. I, I promise I will. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So last Christmas... The wife and I went to visit the daughter. She was dancing for a company in Budapest, in Hungary. And we got an Airbnb, and they had a uh, Nespresso machine in the Airbnb. And I was very impressed, because normally when I travel, I, I kind of miss my coffee, if, if I'm being yeah. honest. It's one of the, it's one of the many things that, um, that I, on a daily basis, I kind of look forward to. I do the French press at home. That's kind of my daily brew. I've never owned a drip machine, um, and I like good coffee. I grind my own beans. Again, this all boils down to they've taken all the fun out of life. You can't do mm-hmm. crack. You can't do heroin. If you drink too much, they tell you, I'm not allowed to smoke anymore. So, listen, I will fight to the death for my coffee. Like it, Which I think I think a lot of people are surprised by because I think if people meet you, you kind of seem like an instant coffee guy, <laughs> and then they find out, oh, he actually takes his time and makes good coffee, right? <laughs> Do I seem like an instant coffee guy? A bit, yeah, a bit of an instant coffee guy. <laughs> anyway, um, when we got home, my wife sort of made a mental note about how much I liked the Nespresso machines, so she bought me one for Father's Day ordered it on Amazon, and it showed up. And I've been using it through the course of the summer. I don't use it all the time, although there was about a two-week period there when I first got it that I was I was drinking coffee daily with it, right? That's uh, all you did, but yeah. they're a little pricey, right? Like, it's a buck a pod um, or more. So I was still making my, I was still making my French press... Um, and that's sort of my go-to, but it's not. I like having an espresso because if I don't have coffee, I don't have time. Boom! I just slap a pot in, and away we go. So the thing stopped working a couple of weeks ago, and we went on YouTube, and we we did all the tutorials. And there's a thousand videos out there, right? So we got this one video that said, "Do these three things." If this doesn't work, your machine is cacked, and you need to get a new one. So we did those three things, and so then I sent an email to the the Nespresso company, and I said, okay, this thing doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. They, um, they, they got me on the phone with somebody, and this was on Sunday. So finally, I, I finally get on the phone with this, this individual. And You've been going back and forth with them for like a long time now. I know, but this finally led to a, a conversation, and, and and he said, 
we're gonna have to do a we're gonna have to put you through a couple of steps to determine whether or not this thing doesn't work and i'm like okay all right i'll play ball i want a new one of these things so whatever i need to do i was on the phone and it was the worst connection there was delay it was broken up and I swear to God, I took a screenshot just before I hung up. It was an hour and 47 minutes. <laughs> an hour and 47 minutes. And after the second procedure, he went, this thing, it, I think this thing's done. But then he goes, we need to double check one more thing. And he made me do another one of these things again. Oh, no. And I lost, and I'm like, how long is this going to take? I'm losing my mind. And and he's like, this is just, it's, a, it's another phase. We got to do this. It's about maybe 20 minutes, 25 minutes. And I start, I start yelling at him. And um, anyway, at the end of it, I'm getting a new machine. I got to go pick it up today. So I will say this, like, they did take care of the situation. But I put on Twitter, I said, my Nespresso machine is going to kill me. And I got like four or five people right away. And this one guy, this was the first comment almost immediately was, the machines, it's a joke. They fail after eight months. When you call warranty, you have to spend five hours on video chat with a technician support with someone from Morocco with literally the worst possible connection. This is exactly what I went through. And then at the end of it, they just send you a shipping note. So you, you got to send the machine back. So that's exact. This is a common thing, and I told Do you think the that's guy, a strategy, like the hour and forty-seven minute phone calls, because most people would just be like, "All right, I'm done with it. I'm abs- over it." Absolutely. I said to the guy, I even said, and he didn't answer me. I, I said, "This sounds. This sounds like you're trying to make me throw this thing through my window." <laughs> like, are you trying to make me throw Ziad? Are you trying to make me throw this thing through my window and and completely break me? So that, and he's like, no, 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 sir. This is phase two. This is phase two. I said, if there's a phase three, I'm going to find you. I'm going to hunt you down. And he's like, no, sir. No, no. Thank you for your patience. He must have said that 30 times. And I'm like, why are you saying patience? I've been screaming at you for 30 minutes. <laughs> he's not allowed to say, quit being an a-hole. <laughs> he gets so in trouble. So there you go. go. If anybody was wondering, if you want to put odds on it, what's going to kill Lachlan? What's going to be the demise of Lachlan? It's his Nespresso machine. The Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. So I've been saying this for a while now, that there is something or someone out there that does not want us to go back to the moon. NASA's planned Artemis 1 moon rocket launch has been delayed again for the third time. Uh, The first two times were mechanical issues, leaking fuel tanks, turn signals wouldn't work, things like that. (laughs) Now they were planning to go today, and a hurricane just conveniently appears at the same time. Hurricane Ian or... Terry or whatever, messing things up for NASA. I'm telling you, it's aliens attempting to keep us from the moon because they've set up some sort of base or a casino, and they don't want us to know about it. In the 60s, 
In the 60s, man went to moon with the power of a microwave. And now with all our modern technology, we can't even figure out a leaky O-ring. It's almost as if the alien overlords know that once we go back to the moon, we're going to start hauling our garbage there. As we should. It's the perfect place, really, to put all our tires. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise page. Items are moving fast, so don't miss your chance to show your support for local glory holes with the stylish Edmonton Glory Holes tote bag. Text Jimmy for the link today and support our drinking habit. Time now for some words from the spiritual leader of the locker room. Please remove your hats. Here's Pastor Jimmy. Today is a sad day in the world of Star Wars. We need a moment of silence for a legend. We say goodbye to the real Darth Vader. May the Lord bless thee and and keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you. The voice of the Dark Lord of the Sith will for, forever be artificial this day forward. Millions of fans will be mourning the legendary voice legendary voice of the man of the dark side. James Earl Jones is not dead to the rest of the world, but we must say goodbye to him in the Star Wars universe. The world will see a man being replaced by a computer, and this is a sad day. I will miss the voice of the legend of Darth Vader. You good? You okay? I think I'm okay. Most people think he's dead already anyways, right? <laughs> Didn't you have him James in the, Earl Jones is dead. Didn't you have him in the death pool twice <laughs> just to annoy me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you At know least, what? is he still doing the Arby's commercials or no? <laughs> I think he's retiring altogether. You've got the meats. You have the meats. Was that James Earl Jones? I know they replaced him on CNN for the most part. Because he was doing the CNN things. You're listening to CNN. You know what we should do? We should start a petition to have you replace James Earl Jones as the voice of Darth Vader. No, because oh, one yeah. thing one thing I learned... Darth this, Vader with dyslexia. <laughs> but one thing, uh, thing I learned this weekend from the Obi-Wan series, the voice of Darth Vader wasn't actually James Earl Jones. What they did is they actually had a computer that duplicated his voice... And it was all artificial. Oh, it wasn't really him. Oh, wow. Computers okay. are taking our jobs. They're going to take us over. I'm telling yeah. you. It's good. Better start making well, a when, plan. When Jimmy gets his new uh, power chair in the studio, it comes with a computer that talks for him, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> When are you getting that rascal thing, uh, James? It's Peter not a wise. rascal. It's just a chair that makes it easier for me to feel my feet at the end of the show. It's got flames on it and a big flag on the back. And a huge straw. <laughs> we got, I think, three pairs of tickets for this? Yes. Today, uh, tomorrow, and Wednesday. What is this? This is the music of Star Wars. It's the Edmonton Symphony Orchestra, and they are doing the entire, like, all the, the music. This is That's quite cool. popular. Yeah, very cool. So, um... We've got tickets for what day up for grabs right for, now? For the uh, Saturday, October 8th. Yes. Right? At the Windspear. This is the place to see it, too. My goodness. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Um, you have to go with Jimmy. Now, that could be a plus or a minus, depending on where you sit in the world. Um, we'll bathe them before. Yeah. 
Rambo Lock shower. I'll go hose them down. Yeah, seven eight zero in the uh, in the uh, parking garage. Usually, yeah, exactly. Just before most locker room events, we spray them down. Yeah, throw fire some hydrant and lime in his yeah. shoes. Um, 780-989-0957 if you would like to play Star Wars music trivia with us and a chance to win these tickets. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Good morning, Cruise. What's your name? Hello? Hello? Hey. Hey. Is this uh, for the radio? Launch in three, two, one. Blaster! What's your name? Daniel. Okay, all right. Daniel, how are you? Good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing very, very well. Listen, I'm going to play a little bit of music. Um, It is Star Wars themed. You need to tell me what it's from. And if you do, you'll be going to the Star Wars music presentation at the Windspear. Is that what it's called, Jimmy? Yes. Okay. The music right. of Star Wars. What was your name again? Daniel. It's the Burley Chef. All right. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Here you go, my friend. Can't really hear it very well. No, you can't. It's not coming through. Why can't you hear it? Make Jimmy say it. It's your line. Your line is... Do you hear that? No, not at all, sir. Sorry. You hear it now? Yeah, it's uh, The Mandalorian. Yeah, there you go. Okay, nice yeah. work, brother. All right, listen, hang on the line. We'll get back to you in a minute here, and uh, you'll be uh, you'll be going. Are you okay? You got to go with Jimmy. Is he, uh, he going to be wearing clothes? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Okay, I can do it. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So Toyota is working on... Um, <laughs> this is, this is kind of crazy, actually. It makes sense, though, based on where we're at with the self-driving cars, though. Right, yeah. Grant? Uh, so it's the hitchless towing is what they're working on right now. So basically, you would drive your car, and your camper would follow behind, but it wouldn't be hooked up to anything. It would just be going, like, following your car wherever you go. Unbelievable. So I didn't realize Toyota is, like, kind of on the leading edge of a lot of technology. Um, they had the first hybrid car with, with the Prius. I didn't know and that. They, they made a lot of changes to... Um, like cruise control and the smart cruise controls, how they slow down and speed up automatically. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, now they're working on this hitchless towing. So, basically, you could drive a Prius and tow a massive camper behind you because it wouldn't be hooked up to you at all. <laughs> That's a good point. I wonder if this will have any impact on the backing up, too. Well, right? that's what they're worried. Yeah, that's the only thing they're worried about is like they're testing it out, and they're like, we don't know how it's going to work in a lot of traffic, and also the backing up might be a little difficult. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, no one's going to be uh, like pulling me into a room to help them with any kind of ideas. But that's that would be as soon as we can get something that makes it backing up easier and less emasculating when your wife goes get out and then backs the trailer up at thirty k. <laughs> As soon as we can get there, that'll be good for Locke. 
That's what you're going to buy, hey? That's, that's At that what, point. That's what I'm going to buy. Hey, your wife doesn't need to back up the camper anymore, right? I'm in. Son I'm of in. Bitch. <laughs> you're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Courtney Cox is in the news right now. She did something pretty funny. I'll play the audio for you because, uh, well, the audio sort of speaks for itself. She put this up on her Instagram page. Did your life change once a month because of your period? Did your life completely change because of menopause? Still using pads? Still getting hot flashes? Let, Let me, me tell, tell it to you straight. Tampax can change the way you feel about your period. Menopause can change the way you feel about getting older. Tampax tampons protect internally, <laughs> so you feel cleaner. Menopause will eat you alive. It's horrible. Nothing else can do that. Feeling cleaner is more comfortable. Plus, more women use Tampax than any other tampon or pad. Plus, you get the added bonus of drier skin and getting bald patches. Now that's something. Remember, there's a feeling with Tampax. Remember, there is nothing good about menopause. It can actually change the way you feel about your period. (laughs) Very smart video. (laughs) So she recreated her old tampon uh, commercial from the 80s. You know, updated it for today. Yeah, for her. For her. The thing that was interesting about that is, as soon as I saw that ad, I was like, "Oh, I remember that." Do you? I remember that ad. I don't know why it stuck out for me, but it was so eighties too. Like, well, it, I was the knee socks and everything like that. Yeah. I was reading that she was the first person to ever say the word period on TV in the States. Oh, really? Because of that commercial. Yeah, so when she did that Tampax commercial in 1985, no one had ever said period on TV in America. Wow. That's, so it was like groundbreaking. Yeah, That's interesting. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> if you go online and you just do a quick little search for Courtney Cox uh, redoes her 80s Tampax ad, you'll you'll see that. So. Well, I, I saw a list of, it was like stars, the commercials they did before they were famous. There okay. was a list of, and the one that I really liked was Brad Pitt did a bunch of Pringles commercials before he was no. famous. Yeah. Get out of here. I have to go yeah. look at those. <laughs> well, that's, you, yeah, you they're get from your, uh, 1989. You get your start somewhere, right? Like that everybody yeah, has, for a, actors. has a starting point. You should, They're all doing these commercials beforehand, and then you should uh, listen to some of my old tape from YR Radio. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Business Spotlight with Ryan Kozar from Dedmonton. Thank you for doing this, Ryan. No problem. Thank you for having me. Dedmonton is back, one of the most anticipated events of the year, and this is your last year in the most recent location. It is. We are excited. This is our, our last year, and it's time to move on to bigger and better things so last chance to uh, attend the show here and uh the new new location's a secret um but it'll be uh, revealed soon how long have you been at 731 gateway boulevard this will be five years five years in our ninth ninth season in operation total so that's next year 10 years of fear that's (laughs) awesome 10 years of fear with the new location very cool so the theme this year you guys always have themes uh, what are the the themes for the two sections of the of of Dedmonton? Well, what we did this year, we're bringing back your childhood worst nightmares. So we kind of stuck <laughs> with traditional horror for both shows. Okay, uh, we got icons of darkness, our uh, inside show, and then outside we have Return of the Living Dead. So basically, you know, the old iconic characters uh, they're going to make an appearance this year. 
I would highly recommend people getting tickets in advance, especially if you want to go down with a group of people. What's the webpage to do that, Ryan? You can get your tickets at deadmontonhouse.com. Most of the nights will sell out, so definitely get them before it's too late. I know you said it's a secret, but is there anything you can reveal about the new location? Uh, There's a little bit of history to the building in Edmonton. Okay. Um, Yeah. Is it haunted? (laughs) Well, yeah, you'll see. It will be. (laughs) I immediately want to start making guesses. It's the Coliseum. It's the Coliseum, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, that would actually be cool. Uh, We really enjoy the outdoor compound with the food and the beverages. Is that still happening? It is. And I think by far... Um, it is going to be the most atmospheric one yet. So it's pretty, uh, pretty wicked. We just finished setting up some lights last night, and it looks amazing. Out there. Oh, wow. wow. Uh, are you going to miss this Dedmonton site? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what? We made it work. Um, it's, you know, it worked. But, you know, we're just bursting. At the seams here, it's it's just way too small for us. We need a bigger location um, for the direction I want to go and what I want to do. Uh, we need way way more space. So it'll be uh, it'll be nice to leave. Um, cool. Yeah, it's just. Can you uh, can you tell us about the lights out nights that you're ha- having? Yeah, it's that's a very unique uh, show. I know we do that last the last weekend that were in operation, um, we decide we shut the lights off in the show. So the show's got a lot of detail going on inside. You can see all the, the, the sets and all the work we've put into it. And that last weekend, we shut all the lights off, and then we give each group a light source to walk through. Oh, wow. So it's a completely different show. Then um, you know, I almost recommend doing both. Some people just wait for the lights out one because it's got that different element to it. It's quite dark, uh, different atmosphere, uh, but people really, really enjoy it. It's, it's a fun, uh, you know, it's the last weekend for actors, so they kind of they go a little crazy, <laughs> uh, and they give everyone a better experience. Well, we can't wait for the new location, um, and we definitely need to chat ahead of time about uh, involving we, we, we tried to put something together this year with the locker room, and that didn't uh, come to fruition, but maybe we can make it happen for next year for the new location. We're, we're very excited. And again, we've touched on this, but we should touch on this again. The webpage is the place to go to get any information. The nights that you're available, uh, details on the show itself, um, and uh, most importantly, advanced tickets, which over the last four or five years, if you don't get advanced tickets, you're you're not going to get to see Edmonton. Yeah, absolutely. Like Edmontonhouse.com has all the info you need. There's a lot of info, a lot of things you need to know attending the event, how to maximize the event. All the questions yeah. are answered on there. And yeah, the best place to, is to buy tickets there. If you wait to get them at the door, uh, there's a good chance you're going to be waiting an hour at least to, just for a chance to get in. So it is always better to buy tickets ahead of time now. And we will see you for the media night this weekend, right? Yeah, absolutely. Opening night, uh, it's going to be fun. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. On time and under budget. Sounds like it, too. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.